You know what? Let's, <laughs> since we since we here now, since we here now, we here since we here now. We got right? games going. <laughs> no, 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 no. We not we not gonna get into that. We gonna save it. We gonna save it. We gonna save it. But you know, we've done a little bit of a rebrand. You know, a little bit of a rebrand. A little bit, just a just a tad bit. And with that being said, we want to let the folks know that we're still the same us. You know, we're not acting totally different in the new year. Um, it is a new year, new us approach, but we're not going to act totally different on y'all. But we got to keep our roots, our foundation. And, and one of our roots is always the would you rather slash what's going on conversation. And this time, I'm going to start off with this. What are some of the best and worst New Year's resolutions that y'all have ever heard? Or that you've ever had for yourself? Either one. Um... <laughs> <sighs> or you can just tell us your New Year's I, resolutions for this e- year. If you want. don't even really want to go, I guess I'll go with the cliche ones. Like oh, I'm gonna start working out or this or that, just because like I've never been a New Year's resolution kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm gonna make a change and I'm gonna start doing better, I always been like a cold turkey kind of person. Like let's say I don't. For example, I'm wildly lactose intolerant, and I used to bang ice cream like every day. Sick like, you, like you cannot Sick give me any sweets but ice cream like me ice cream was locked in like these but like once I found out I was lactose intolerant and I had to like cut dairy out of my diet I did it almost cold what turkey like every, like every blue moon I still get some ice cream but it's just like it's not that important I always been a cold turkey kind of person so if I need to stop something or if I want to make a change I, I kind of just do it ice cream every day is such a crazy thing I was that a fat so kid crazy. growing up y'all y'all knew me before I was it don't somewhat in shape, bro. I was, I don't think you understand. I was turned my jersey inside out fat. If you don't understand what that means, back in the day, there was this thing called the power, League, the police athletic league, and they used to have this thing called weight limits. And if your big ass was over the weight limit, you would have to stand there, turn your jersey inside out, and give the give the little administrators your shoulder pads because you couldn't play. And I had to do that. <laughs> For almost like a whole season. Like that's that's the, the type of time I was on. You understand? And I wasn't doing ice cream every day. That's crazy, bro. That's you you a sick brother. You, this is a sick Negro, as they say. But um Chris, talk to me. You could give us your New Year's so, for this year or the best and worst you've ever heard. So the the best I ever heard was it was like my first job, like when I was working at this place called AECOM. It was like a civil engineering internship that I worked, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like we was doing this big project in Detroit, right? Right. And the guy I was working with, they like every time I, he wasn't around, they was telling us how bad he was, how much they want to fire him and stuff like that. And he was a brother. So I was like, I'm gonna just tell, bro, like, this is what they be saying. He's like, Oh, I already know, man. I was like, okay. He was like, nah, next year I'm locking in on work. I'm going to be employee of the month, three months next year. I was like, okay, they about to fire you before next year. You can year. try to change, but that's just the top layer. <laughs> right. It was when you got here. But no, so I worked there for like a year and a half while I was in college, right? Mm-hmm. When I tell you, bro came to work January 2nd, night and day, like like Gibbs, like, like, oh, like really, bro came really night and on. day. Hey, night and day? Like, like he was. He did. Oh no, 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 this is not right. This is not right. This is not right. I, I, I put him to the side. Like, bro, you all right? Like, this, you just, you just starting the year off right. Like, like this ain't you for real though, is it? He was like, no, 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 no. Come May, they promoted him. He went from about to get fired to get promoted. I was like, bro, his turnaround story is crazy. His turnaround story was crazy, bro. Bro came. He, employee he was about to get put on a pip, and he he came employee of the month. Love that. Love that for him. Love that for him, bro. The the worst one, the worst one that I hear all the time, and like I hate to say it, but like we we gotta talk about it. I'ma lose like a hundred pounds in the new year. No, you're not. No, you're not, right? <laughs> and here's the thing, here's the thing. I'm oh girl, stop posting the workout videos, Chris. I don't know if you noticed. Oh. Hey, hey, I'm here. 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 I'm here.
<laughs> Y'all finna stress me out, bro. She weren't losing not a pound. I was like, bro, she worked out six, seven days a week y'all and ain't lost a y'all- drop. Because, bro, if you look at the stories, bro, the first story be working out. And the second story be a chili cheese fry, bro. That's not that's not nutritional. Hey, and then the third story be drinking. She don't drink. <laughs> they got chili cheese fries for $2 on Tuesdays. What you want her to do? What you want her to do? L. Georges be going crazy with the deals. What you want her to do? But more importantly, I just um, let me tell you, here's the reason why I hate that one in particular. It's not like the people who say they want to work out, they want to get more in shape. I rock with you. But like when you're like, hey, I need to lose weight by like all any cost necessary. Nine times out of 10, it's just going to like yo-yo back. Like even if you do get there, not even talking about like how discouraging that is as an actual goal, like how big that is in terms of like most people do not have a legit hundred pounds on them to just lose like that. Like Chris, if you lost a hundred pounds right now, you would be what? What? 120 or something I would like be that? 130, bro. I'll be 130. 130, bro. You you just don't have, most people don't have a hundred pounds to lose. And it's just like, yeah. oh, they, just, they throw out arbitrary numbers that just like don't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, bro, you're not that big. You don't have that much weight to lose. I'm gonna lose 50 pounds this year. You're already... Your chest is gonna be showing. Like your your rib cage is gonna be exposed, brother. What are you doing here? Like, and then to make to it like I want to work out more and all that because that's a sustainable lifestyle. Like, regardless of how much weight you do or don't lose, you can stick to that forever. Right. As opposed to like, oh, I lost the weight and boom, it's back. And to your point, Gibbs, like people don't realize that if you really go hard in the gym for like six months, right, seven days a week. That's not sustainable as your life get busy, right? So as soon as you stop doing that seven days a week, you're going to gain weight back and be figure, trying to figure out what's wrong, right? You have to condition your body to something that's actually sustainable. Like me, I stopped doing the six days a week at the gym, stopped going every day and then doing hard workouts. Some days I go to the gym and do a light workout. Some days I go do a cute, I want to cue myself workout, like a workout where I'm like really like sweating, drenched in sweat, right? So that's sustainable, right? That's something that my body get used to. So I I, I second everything you just said, man. That's fine. That's fine. Again, I... I'm not against you wanting to lose weight. I'm just against putting an arbitrary number that you're not like. You haven't talked to a, a nutritionist. You haven't talked to a dietitian. You haven't talked to any professional that knows weight. And don't get me wrong. I know that those resources are often expensive. So I'm not like making fun of you because you can't afford to do it. I'm just saying like do some research into what could potentially work best for your body. What percentage of, of your weight you could feasibly lose without hurting yourself. And again, how to best do it. Because like when you put an arbitrary weight, nine times out of ten, you end up on that Atkins diet. I can eat all the bacon I want and still lose weight. <laughs> My brother, sister, friend in Christ, please, please, please. Well, that means do any of y'all have a, a New Year's resolution? Um, I, I talked about I mean, mine off air, but again, for every dollar I give away, one go to my savings, one go to something I want. So, you know, and that that's like for anything. That's like for gifts. That's for you know, any money I give away just to give away all that, like other than paying down debts and all that, like, you know, that's that's the only money I can give to other people that like does not count in that tally. Right. Yeah. Um, go ahead, guy. Go ahead. Um, I, I don't like I said, I don't really do the New Year's resolution thing. But since I've been, you know, I've been we haven't had a show in about almost six weeks. Um, part of that is because I've been working. I've been traveling for work in the past year. The past year to three been on my head, but 2023 especially was on my head. And a lot of uh, some of those wounds that I went through was self-inflicted. So, you know, I got uh, a few new opportunities that's going to put me on the right path. So I just need to focus on making sure I'm straight and my bread straight. That I had nothing to do with the new year. It just things lining up just happen to coincide with the new year. So. I heard telling on YSL is a very lucrative uh, thing to do right now. I heard that everybody do it getting paid. You know what I mean? So I do that today. If I, if I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you, Chris. Yeah. What you got? I mean, I don't really. I, I'm like, guy, I don't do New Year's resolution, but what I am doing for myself this year is like really fine tuning and growing in areas and fighting some of my demons. Right? What I mean by that is, I do a lot of stuff because like I'm just. 
this is how I always been, right? And that, that can't be an excuse no more, right? And I'm Josh, not getting into detail on air. I know why no, I'm looking at I made, I made I that because of your face, bro. Like that. You, you made, made that because of your face. You made that face first, bro. Stop looking at me like that, bro. You made that face first. Chris coming and pour you the month in 2024. I got you, Chris. I believe I mean, but that's the thing, though, Give That's the thing, though, Give Like, working all that always be good for me, but, like, I never sit back and fix the stuff that's wrong with me and my... Like, I'll be, I, I be my homeboy's toxic friend. I don't want that no more. Like, I don't want that yeah. title no more. Yeah. Like, bro I, going I to therapy. No more, so. Bro going to therapy and he going to get All right. right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. See, I He ain't serious. serious. He ain't serious. Chris definitely the one to be like, I went to go see the lady. What lady? Just the lady. Hey, I went to go see the lady. Leave me alone, bro. You sick of Sick of mentality. But. Folks, we still got to get into some sports. And of course, we're going to talk a little bit more life stuff than we normally do, but we we still got to get into the sports. So let's do it. it. I know it's been a while. I know it's been a while, but we we are back. Facts over acts is back, folks. So let's get into it. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week. We got the master of the mix and master, Josh Guy. That is I. We got the money man, the man plan. Chris Allen. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC. That's me, Kenton Gibbs. And folks, this is Facts Over Acts, okay? With the sports, we're going to get you right, and we're going to talk a little bit of life. And the first thing that we got to talk about, okay? We all know the Lions got robbed. We know. Y'all know. (laughs) I know. The NFL know. That's why they keep trying to double and triple down. But... My thing is, if if you you go rob them, if you go do them dirty like that, like do it in a way to where you're not insulting us. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, incognito. Like, like do some kind of like made up rule that unless you a super football head, you don't know about. We we watched this man go up to the referee and be like, "Yeah, I'm eligible." We watched oh, it. Rub this chest and everything. Taylor Decker did this number and everything. I was watching the game with my shorty, and she was like, "I just seen him talk to my man's, and she don't watch football at all." Yeah, you you know what I hate the most when they get the wrong call and then tell us they got the wrong call. Like, just don't even tell me you got the wrong call. But that's the like, thing. what is that? The, the NFL. What does that help? The NFL is maintaining that they did nothing wrong, despite the fact that Taylor that Taylor Decker walked up to him, rubbed it, rubbed the number to show him he's eligible, and Skipper, although well, he yeah. Was, I, although Skipper was going toward the ref, the ref was already running away. To yeah, the ref was defense. gone. Who was eligible and he just he got the numbers wrong and you know they, well, well I I I I know that I'm saying like in the NBA for example they be oh, doing yeah, that yeah. two With minute the last report two minute report stuff. right man but why do we want to know that you cost my parlay I don't want to know that uh, I don't want to know here's what, I, here's, what I, here's what I want more than anything else here's what I want more than anything else if you blowing critical calls and critical moments you either need to be fine or like taking off big games like something. Hey, bro, you you on them two teams that's battling for the number one draft pick in week eighteen, bro. You are not finna be, you are not finna be on on no playoff game in week seventeen when you doing it like that, brother. I sorry to tell you, I just can't, I just can't take it. But 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 you know, it's all right because the Lions have already locked up the division for the first time. By the way, that is the first time in any of our lifetime that the Lions have won the division. Is that not crazy to think about? Is that not? Crazy? It's ridiculous. And and at the same time as the Lions being good, the Browns. Joe Flacco. Joey Tony Flacco. Joe Flack. <laughs> that brother trying to catch up to Phillip Rivers in the kid category, and apparently he's trying to catch up to him in wins too, because now all of a sudden the Browns are a serious contender with 11 wins as well. Now, fellas. I ain't going to lie. T- How old is Joe Flacco? Uh, he got to be about what, thirty eight now, thirty seven. Yeah, I think he thirty eight. Some, some along those lines. Let's let's see how old is Joe Flacco. But that's not the important part because we got to cross sports real quick. Chris, you talked to it. Yes, Joe Flacco is exactly thirty eight. Uh, he's about to turn thirty nine in twelve days. So, um, Chris, you told us something on air or off air that I need you to tell these folks on there. Who are the top two teams in the NFL at the moment? I'm mean, in the NBA at the moment. The Wolves and the t- uh, the Thunder. The Wolves and the Thunder are like 
killing the league right now. The Timberwolves and the Seattle Super. I'm sorry, the Oklahoma City <laughs> Thunder are the top two teams in the league. <laughs> Fellas, which one is more surprising to you? At, um, at, at send the video Edwards and Rudy <laughs> and Carl Anthony Towns. So Shane Gilgis Alexander and Chet Ongren leading the NBA or both the Lions and the Browns having 11 wins at this point in the season. Talk to me. Um, so the NBA side is more surprising. Um, the NFL was not surprising because although we didn't necessarily see the the Browns having the best season this year. Chris did. He said it on the show. At the same time, the NFL was unpredictable like that sometimes. And we've seen the Brown put together enough pieces over the past few seasons. So they have players out there on the field that are serviceable and know how to win football games. So when you bring those kind of players together in the division that they're in, you can see the Browns stringing together some wins. And then on the Lions side of things. Can, can you though? Yeah, you can. Okay. All right. Bro, they yeah, are good. good at every position. They're good at every position. <laughs> they are. I I well, I we'll get into it. I'll say it. I'll say it. Um, and when you look at the Lions, on, on the Lions side of things, everybody, I mean, even when we did our pre-show, I think everybody had the Lions when it, no, Chris had the Bears winning their division. I would never I was a hater though. I was, um, being, a, I was <laughs> being a hater though. I was but, being a hater. I was but you know, people were going into this season. Fields, you had the boys winning <laughs> People was going into this season uh talking about the Lions winning the division, which you know they ended up doing. So that's not surprising. However, on the NBA side of things. We all been NBA fans our whole life, and we usually see a slow transition between these young teams like Bubble. For example, like Golden State, like we saw them, eat, you know, squeaking towards the playoffs and getting deep going up until they won that championship. Or even a Denver, if you look back at it, Denver was sniffing the conference finals they for four or five years. For right. The Thunder, we haven't seen anything out of them to make us think that they would make this huge leap. I mean, of course, they have talented players. They got SGA, who is arguably the best point guard in the league. They got Chet Holmes which he's developing a lot faster than we thought, but he also had a full year of, of you know, being in the NBA locker room and trainer's table to get ready. Um, you got Josh Kitty. I said, I just wanted to add that in. Um, <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo. Nothing that told us that they would be from this team that's like sniffing the play in to being the, the number two seed in the Western Conference. We usually see that that bubble up. And then on the Timberwolves side of things, uh, it's the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves have been garbage our entire life. The only time we ever remember them being good is with KG. And even then, their second best player was was what? Wally Zerbiak? So we oh, never God. seen the Timberwolves He's trending right now, too. He's trending right now, too, for calling uh, Halliburton. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought it was... Wasn't it Spreewell, though, for a minute? Like, the tail end of Spreewell, though? No, Spreewell was Spree- before. Spreewell... This was Spree on the Knicks or T Wolves first? He was there two years. No, he was with T Wolves first, then he went to the Knicks, right? What right, yeah. Know? No, so so when they was a ball and ball, and I think they uh point guard was was Hudson. I think Hudson was their no, point was guard Sam when it was Cassell, in the conference finals. It? it was Sam Cassell. It was Sam it Cassell. Was Sam Cassell. Hudson was off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, it was Sam Cassell, Spreewells. Matter of fact, no, nah, it was both of them. They started lining up with Cassell, Hudson, Zerbiak, KG, and who was at the five? I don't know the center. I don't remember. Was it the the center. St- Rashawn Nesterovich? Oh, God. I think Ooh, it was Rashawn. <laughs> I think it was Rashawn at the nasty. five, bro. <laughs> this man, Josh, be an S-Sports memory bag, boy. <laughs> that man. If I can trade in the, 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 the if I can trade in the sports knowledge for I don't know anything else, I'd do it. I need to make, start making some bread, man. You know what? This is why I'm mad at ESPN for getting rid of that show. Remember they used to have like a, a sports. Oh, stump the Schwab. I'm on the Schwab head, bro. Bro, no, no, not that one. It was more where people got paid. It was like three contestants, and they would like answer these questions about like uh, old school sports stuff, and like they used to get paid from. It. I'm like, it was like oh yeah, I need that Jeopardy. back. I need that Boy, back. Boy, Josh would have cooked up on there something so crazy. <laughs> something so crazy. Who is the player that Lou Gehrig replaced because he was hungover? Josh, Wally Pip. 
<laughs> it was a thousand percent Wally yeah. Wood. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, it's surprising when the Timberwolves in too, because one, we just never expect the Timberwolves to be good. Two, we saw that they, they wrote out the same starting lineup last year that they did this year. It's the same starting lineup, and we saw that it didn't work. So we wouldn't expect it to come out and work this year, but we also saw Anthony Edwards, Anthony 100K Edwards, take that next step to be a, a superstar. You can make the argument that hey, he's the best the two guard. Crazy, send the video <laughs> is so crazy. But also, I would agree he is the best two guard in the league. He has been he been yeah. putting these he been putting these opposing guards in hell. <laughs> and is, he's unguardable right now. And we we knew that Anthony Edwards was going to be the man, but at the same time, we didn't see him do enough last season to think that he was going to come out this season and be the best two guard in the league. Like it wasn't a gradual progression like we're used to seeing. Last year, he was a perennial, you know, borderline all-star. To this year, he's an MVP candidate. He just sounded like his daddy. I mean, let's let's just be honest. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> Michael Jordan is his pops. We could stop lying about that. But anywho, go ahead. I, I just can't put him above D book yet. Like he gotta go, he gotta get deep in the playoff run before I put him above D book. But what has D book done anyway, to make anyway. y'all love him like this? Yeah, he's been D- in the finals yeah. at least though. He's been in the finals. What? Like- and he and he you and know, he helped he, Chris Paul kick that addiction to the finals quicker. You talk about Josh said he was a cold turkey guy. CP say I'm the ultimate <laughs> cold turkey guy. I got addicted to the finals and never hit it again. Never. But proceed. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. All right. But anyway, I definitely think the T was in the Thunder is more surprising, man. Let me let me break this down for you, bro. All our listeners can't even name the Thunder start lineup. They can't even name the Thunder start lineup. Listen, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like I can. I know this uh chat. I know it's the the what's the uh what is it? Is he Egyptian or what's what's old boy's name? Um the the J dubs, J dubs. I know J dubs is the one with the little thing that hang right here, right? He's he's that mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, Jalen Jalen Williams. Yeah, I know it's, it's yeah. and this another Williams in their starting lineup too, or am I wrong there? Is he off the bench? Is the other Williams off the bench? The other Williams no, off the Kendrick bench. I think Williams his name is bench. Yeah. Okay. So it's J Dubs, Chet. What's the what's the other tall, tall, skinny, super, super skinny? He like is a center power forward interchangeable between the two. Is he off the bench too? He's he, he off formed. the bench. Okay, so it's Chet Poduskis or whatever. I so it's, it's Chet yeah. SGA Dort. Is Dort a starter? Door to starter Door to last start time I checked. Door to starter, Williams, yeah. and who's the fifth? Who am I missing? Let's see. Uh, your, your, your favorite, your favorite, your favorite cereal, you know what? Your your favorite. Um, oh, my God. Bro. How did I forget Jitty? I mean, Jitty. But yeah, so that, that's Everybody crazy. wants to fuck the 15-year-old. That, that's bro, one of the best edits whoa, on Twitter. Whoa. What? <laughs> you ain't seen that edit on TikTok? What? Do you remember the show You? You seen yes. You, right? Yes. I've seen you remember, you. I think it was the second season uh, with old girl that had the little sister or whatever. There was that one scene where she was like, everybody wants to and they And they put some Josh Giddy highlights over there. The sickest one was when they put uh, his highlights behind some R. Kelly. I said, <laughs> What's going, on? What's going on? What's going on? But I'm gonna I'm tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at this, and I'm gonna tell y'all. Y'all boys are wrong because this is the Lions and the Browns have not both had ten wins in the season since like the '30s. Like that's crazy. That is insane to think about. The it's crazy, time, but we on, also hold on, hold on, expected it. The last time we saw these two teams have 10 wins together at the same time, we were 20 or 30 years away from the NFL-AFL merger. <laughs> like, bro, like, come on, man. Come on. And here's the other part about it. Yes, the Lions part of this, not super surprising. Here's what is surprising about this. The Browns were in a division. With Joe Burrow, Mike Tomlin, who has never had a losing season as a head coach. And we still not. And we still not. What you, what? And, and a 
Heisman winning, MVP winning, non-quarterbacky running back who happens to throw the ball sometimes in Lamar Jackson. Man. And you're telling me that that this was supposed to happen? I can't oh, believe we still have a Lamar not a quarterback talk. Of course, man. of course. You know how it goes. When Josh Allen, naysayer, Josh Allen, a dual threat though. <laughs> listen, with you, with you and naysayer, it's never gonna work out in your favor. Yeah, you know what I mean? Naysayer should play quarterback, man. That, naysayer should never play quarterback. That's just not how it should work. But here's the other part of it. Not only is that your division, what if I told you you're gonna lose your starting quarterback and not to the massage tables? You're gonna lose your starting <laughs> running back. Boop. Pop goes the weasel on terms of his ACL. And you're to oh, and you're starting tight end as a star, gonna burn half his face off like Harvey Dent. <laughs> and you're telling me, and you're telling me that this was supposed to be an 11 win team. Come on, man. Come on. I Stop. told y'all Stop before that. the season started, the Browns are good at every Listen. position. Listen. The, the, I told y'all that. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but I'm saying when you drop in the full context, even if you say Joe Burrow is hurt, okay, but still their quarterback is hurt. And not only was their quarterback hurt, they didn't even land on Joe Flacco immediately. Joe Flacco was at the crib. He was finna be a guest on Facts Over Acts. Like, bro, what are we, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Bro was chilling at the crib. And came up off the street because the first two backups they tried were toilet water. And so they were like, all right, man, just call somebody. Damn, call somebody. Hey, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? The Jets could have got Joe Flack. The Jets could have got Joe Flack. The Jets could have got anybody. The Jets really could have got anybody. They could have had Justin Fields. The Jets could have got. They could have had Justin Fields. But instead, they wanted Josh Wilson. I mean, Zach Wilson. They wanted the MILF hunter. They got him. Congratulations. <laughs> oh my You're God, welcome. Bro. The so, amount of strays today is crazy. <laughs> so it, it, it's been too long. It's been too long. The, the strays is bottled up. It's like a volcano. You know what I mean? We ain't got the strays About off the in a rub, minute. So they, all, they all coming out at once. This is Mount Vesuvius, baby. So if you telling me that you expected that Browns team and that concept, even if you said Joe Burrow went down, that Bengals team is still good all over the place. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Todd Boy. I mean Tyler Boy. The a defense that is is still very good with Jermaine Pratt, B.J. Hill, uh, multiple guys in that secondary that can get it done. And you're telling me that you expected it? Come on, man. Come on, stop playing. Both of those teams that we talked about on the NBA side didn't the Thunder make the play in last year or no? I believe no. so. I can't even remember. Well, no, no, they did. They did. They lost. They, they made lost. the play they lost in. To the and the Nuggets, when when asked about who is their toughest matchup in the playoffs, Jamal Murray and Jokic agreed it was the Timberwolves. That was a team that was supposed to be this. Those were two teams that were on the precipice of success. Yeah, they, they were both in the play in. Not, the Timberwolves not, the not AC, number the one. Knocked out. They won it too. That's crazy. Meanwhile, the Lions started off last year. Oh. 10 and 1. Bro, what? Come on, man. Come on. Come on. The Browns are doing this. But how they ended the season? The Lions Joe, ended the season hot. Joe Flacco was Right, they the ended cri- hot and they started hot. Joe Flacco on, was at the crib doing hot yoga and fighting over Stanley Cups, bro. What are we doing here? <laughs> what are Come on, man. Come on. Stop playing. Stop playing. All right, you Speaking know what? Stanley Cups. That's a business move right there. 750 million they made in a year. Okay, all right. So, so, so let's just, let's just say it like this. Let's just say it like this. Stanley Cup hit the street like crack in the eighties. That's that's just what I. They said that's the suburban version. Neither season has started, right? Let's say neither season has started. This is before the season. We're doing the facts over acts episode. I'm going to ask you what's more surprising: the Lions winning the division and the Browns being in the wild card. That's not a crazy statement to make before the season. The wild card not crazy, that, but that's that's underselling what they're doing because you could make the wild card a seven and nine. Like if it's a bad year, you can make the wild card a seven. Okay, nine. let's just say it like this. Let's say the Lions win a division and the Browns got ten wins. Right. The Thunder and the Timberwolves being the one and two seed in the Western Conference. 
Austin. The same Western Conference that got Denver, Golden State, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Phoenix. You for sure can't even start lining up on Minnesota. I'm standing. I couldn't name the starting lineup in Minnesota. Stop playing, dog. There's only three people you can name. Give me the other two. I'll wait. Stop playing, dog. I'll wait. Go ahead. Who they point guard? Is Mike Conley? Give us the third. Give us. Okay, that's their point guard. Come on, Mike Conley. Okay, that's their point guard. Come on. Is it it McDaniel's or Nasri? Who's the Who's the four or the 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 three? (laughs) You thinking about it? You thinking about it? You couldn't name the Thunder starting lineup, and you thinking about it's McDaniel's? Yes, you can do a better job at naming the fifty-two man Browns and Lions roster than you can the fifteen man Thunder. And and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to know the craziest part about this? Huh. Joe Flacco wasn't even on the 52 man when the season started. <laughs> so what? He wasn't there in the middle of the season. <laughs> you telling me that I'm supposed to be surprised that I couldn't name the start man? Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. David and Joko came into practice. Hello? Y'all saw the movie with John Travolta and uh what's his name? Uh 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 John Travolta and um the who's the other guy? That he was in the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Who was the other white dude? Um, help me out. Help me out. It's uh, he was in Super Bad too. Who? Uh, not Super Bad. He was in uh, Kick Ass. McLovin? You talking about McLovin? No, no, not McLovin. McLovin? He was in Kick oh. Nicholas Cage. Face off. That's how that boy <laughs> came to practice. They star came to practice like that and never missed a beat. Never, man. Stop playing with me, dog. Stop playing. Stop playing. That listen, hey man. All right, all right. I was right about the Giants last year. I'm right about the Browns this year. I'm telling you, out of the sleeper picks, I be telling y'all, I know them for a reason. So, so, and, and let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, okay? One thing that I was always right about, I told everybody Lamar was going to be the guy. I told everybody Lamar was going to win them a Super Bowl sooner or later. I told everybody what was going to happen when they got him some help. And to be honest, they really ain't get him that much help. But we ain't going to talk about that right now. <laughs> Fellas, let me ask you this. Is the MVP Lamar's to lose, number one? And number two, are the Ravens your favorite to win the Super Bowl? Talk to me. Oh, uh, one, yes. After that game against the 49ers, if we hear any talk about anybody besides Lamar being MVP, we already know what's up because that's insane that anybody could possibly even sniff the MVP besides Lamar. Yeah. In my opinion, the only competition that he had, in my opinion, because I'm never putting Brock Purdy in that conversation. You could throw that out the window. He's never going to be MVP. Christian McCaffrey, who's a running back, and Tyreek Hill, who's a wide receiver, was Lamar's only competition to be MVP. The Ravens just smacked the Dolphins by a Madden score. You know, your little cousin come over and he begging you to play Madden on Thanksgiving. And you know you're going to beat him. He's seven. That's what that Ravens-Dolphins score looked like. And they just smacked, they just smacked the 49ers. There's no conversation that should be had as far as who's the MVP. It's Lamar Jackson. So, and yes, Lamar is winning yeah, the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, you can't. The Super Bowl is iffy. It's a one game elimination in the NFL playoffs. It's, it's a toss up. But at the same time, we're seeing what the Ravens are doing against these top dogs. Every person that they you coming into the season. Oh, they going to win the Super Bowl. Dolphins smacked. Se- uh, San Francisco smacked. Then they just smacked the Eagles. Um, I don't think no. They, they smacked the Lions. They smacked the, the Lions. Li- yeah, the Lions. Lions smacked. It's- <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens Listen, serious. Them boys is not playing. They showing up to the. They showing up to the uh, to the stadium and all black forces playing deads because them boys is in trouble. <laughs> them boys is in trouble. So Chris, talk to I, me. I, I I agree with y'all. It's Lamar's to lose for sure. But hear me out. Hear me out again before you jump on the table and jump on me, right? Hear me out. Hear me, you a big fella. I don't want these. I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. Here we go. Here we no go, smoke. man. Here we go. You, you Here we out. Do you when you big? Don't hey. Don't get too aggressive now. Nah. Don't get too aggressive. <laughs> uh, I call the cops quick. You know how they handle naysayers. Hey, hey, you know yeah, how yeah. they handle a big. Yeah, it's like, you know, you know what you went through on uh, holidays that you ain't ever tell nobody about. Yeah. yeah. Every time you eat a plate. Everybody like, oh, he tearing that up. He can he can have one plate with some salad on it. <laughs> he tearing <laughs> And don't let you have a plate with salad. Bro, why you playing around with that salad? You know you want some real- oh, I like spinach. What is you doing? Damn. 
But go ahead. Hey, go ahead. Hey, but mm-hmm. but all right. So hear me out, guys. Hear me out. Right. It's Lamar's little. He got it for sure. Like, but I saw a one scenario where he didn't get it. One scenario. Right. The Dolphins absolutely have to win this game against the Bills to end the season. Right. If Tyreek Hill was to get a three touchdown, two hundred yard game, I don't think you. I don't see a world where you don't give Tyreek Hill the MVP. He's doing stuff that a receiver has never done. And we have some all-time great receivers. If he didn't miss two games, he would have hit 2,000 yards this year, right? He would have hit 2,000 yards. So if he goes absolutely berserk in his last game, I think he's the runner-up. And let's be honest, y'all. Let's let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. If Christian McCaffrey was a brother, he would be the MVP favorite right now. If Christian McCaffrey was a brother, he would be the MVP favorite right now. I swear to God, Chris. Uh, I swear to God. I, <laughs> I said it's you on me. And this this is this is I said that I was gonna start the new year being like more, more, you know, being much more direct. Okay. And so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put no flowers on this. I'm not gonna make it powdery at all for you. Josh Guyton's first move as co-host of Lock uh, of Facts Over Act <laughs> was to add on Chris Allen, who was on crack. <laughs> Are you out of your mind, brother? Let me let you in on something that happens in the NFL a lot. Right or wrong, it doesn't make sense, but it happens. Do you know what gets weighed in a lot into who gets who goes where and who wins what in terms of MVP? Head-to-head matchups. Does it make sense? No, because nine times out of ten, the MVP is going to be an offensive player, and offensive players don't play against each other. That's just never going to happen, right? But it gets factored in. Chris, do you remember what Tyreek Hill did against the uh, against the Ravens? Yeah, yeah, he, he laid an egg. Yeah, he ain't do nothing. But I'm six receptions, seventy-six yards. Whoop de doo, whoop de doo. Bro, put up Sam Laporta numbers. Good for him. <laughs> Do you know what Lamar did against the Dolphins, Chris? He went absolutely berserk. I uh, 18 for 21. Five touchdowns. The boy had more touchdowns than incompletions. Do you know what his passer rating was, Chris? 158.3. Do you know what the highest pass yeah, rate you exactly possibly get is? Yeah. Do you know what the highest pass rate? 158.3. If your only pass in the game is a 99-yard touchdown pass, it's going to be a 158.3. Lamar got that. But, 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 you know what, Chris? Let's go to the other guy, right? Let's pretend like this la-la land you live in where somehow being a white man in America is hurting Christian McCaffrey. Let's pretend. Let me go with you, okay? Head to head, those two teams played, didn't they, Josh? Didn't they, Chris? Yeah, didn't they? they did. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that happened not too long ago, didn't it? Yeah, uh, what, pretty fresh. What, what did Christian McCaffrey do in that game? I think he had a pretty good game, don't y'all? I think he did all right. He did okay. He did okay. Uh, fifteen touches. I'm sorry, twenty touches for 131 yards and one touchdown. You know what Lamar Jackson did in that game? Let's hear. He went berserk. 297 yards, two touchdowns, longest run being 30 yards, in which he made Fred Warner look like Fred Flintstone. That boy was doing the yabba-dabba-doo <laughs> trying to get the car started to catch, bro. And you're telling me that that's not your MVP? Again, I, okay. I see what you did I, there, Giz. I see what you did there. I'm, I'm talking about the full body work. Lamar has had a few stink games just like they had stink games this year. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. I, Chris, I actually agree with you that in a world where everything was fair and even, there would absolutely be much more of a conversation about MVP. But we know that the world... The fair is where you go to get on rides that'll kill you or eat food that'll kill you. That's what the fair is. The fair fair ain't nothing that exists in the world. <laughs> the reality is MVP is a quarterback award, number one. Number two, this is the best quarterback on the best team in the league, number two. Number three, he's doing it in a way that we've never seen it done before. And number four, he's got the head-to-head wins where he absolutely dominated, set the world on fire against the other MVP candidates. You can't do nothing with the boy. Dread it, run from it. Lamarvelous arrives all the same, okay? That's what's going to happen all the same. 
And I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just telling you the truth that needs to be told. But speaking of telling the truth, Cat Williams was on Club Shay Shay. Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know, Club Shay Shay is, is one of Shannon Sharp's podcasts where he interviews various celebrities. And he's had multiple kings of comedy on so far, you know. All of them that are still living, except I don't think he had D.L. Hughley on yet. I think I don't I don't believe so. So he had on Steve Harvey and he had on uh, Cedric the Entertainer in the past, talked to him about various subjects. And this time they had none other than Cat Williams, a pimp named Slipback. Cat Williams <laughs> on this here uh, episode of Club Shay Shay. Josh, do you have a sound? Do you, do you um, have a I, I, don't, I don't do. Worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If you don't just because the only clip that I found is like thirty plus minutes. That's talking specifically because he he was he was on a tangent for a minute. You know what? Just just let us get the first three minutes of it. Let us just okay. get the first three minutes, hmm. and then we we gonna we gonna chime in on on our thoughts and opinions on this. All right, well, it's, it's it's playing right now. The people can hear it, but y'all already know what's going on. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Just just cut it off at three minutes, if if you will, please. Boy, it's some nasty work the way he's serving the men up. It's some nasty work. Damn, it hurt my feelings. Lowbrow comedians is crazy. Lowbrow comedians. That is some nasty work. I've never seen a short Santa, but also Ricky Smiley was a crackhead Santa, which we have also never seen as well. Two things that we have not seen. All right, I, I think that's enough. I think, I think that's enough. Even though we only got into the Ricky Smiley portion of this, there were many more things said. A la, um, <clears throat> Cedric the Entertainer has four specials, and all of them were so bad they cannot be found on Netflix nor Tubi. I'll repeat that again for the audience. Cedric the Entertainer, by the way, me saying, I'll repeat that for the audience, is literally quoting Cat Williams verbatim. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer has four specials that were so bad they cannot be found on Netflix or Tubi. He also went on to talk about how uh, Bernie Mac was the only funny king of comedy uh, in comparison to Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer. And agree Steve with Harvey attempted to steal every role that Bernie Mac ever had and even some that Cedric the Entertainer had. And Cedric Entertainer stole his joke um, and and has never written a funny joke. And he's supposed to be able to sing, dance, and do comedy. And he was unable to do any of the three. And that is me being very nice. Because there was also a part where he said he looks like a walrus. And uh, he was going <laughs> to put hands on bro next time he saw. <clears throat> Fellas, what is y'all take on this situation? 
Um. <sighs> All right, so I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get somewhat somewhat serious for a minute. So talk to him. although a lot of what Cat Williams was saying, I interpret as the truth, just based on the outside looking in. Like he said a lot of stuff that was out of pocket and off base, but at the same time, we live in a world where we're not used to hearing that. Um, but he didn't say anything that was necessarily wrong when it comes to the comedy front on it. Cat Williams is one of the funniest comedians that I've ever seen personally. And a lot of stuff he was saying about Bernie Mac and about other comedians, I kind of agree with. Like Bernie Mac, the only king of comedy that I find funny. The other one's got some funny jokes here and there, but I'm not about to listen to an hour-long Steve Harvey special. That's crazy. Um... But I will say we've heard millions of stories about people that's getting involved in Hollywood, getting involved in show business that talk about all this weird stuff going on. You know, talk about the ins and out of the industry, talk about being a pawn, talk about these, you know, the, the stuff that he was talking about. Are oh, they part of this society and this and that? And that's why they blowing up. That's why Steve Harvey got seven TV shows, which where there is smoke, there is fire. I can see that being a thing. However, we've seen like 8 million podcasts with these people that's like, quote unquote, scorned by the industry or blackballed from the industry. And they're always attacking other people in the same art form. Yeah. That, that let's say all of us work for this this sports mega industry and, and we fell out and the reason that we fell out is because these people that's in charge of these positions or these people that's in power pitted us against each other right why would i get on a podcast and be like i don't like chris and i don't like i don't like ken instead of tackling the issue that is the actual industry itself this man didn't get on that podcast to talk about nobody in these industries that was offering him all of these weird things to get these movie roles or he don't he didn't go in there and say anything about these people oh sorry just played it again um he didn't say anything about these people that that's like in positions of power in hollywood that's doing all of this weird stuff that he hates so much but the same black dudes that's comedians that's trying to make a couple of dollars to feed their family like those are the people that you're attacking in in order to like make this point and it's not only cat williams that's doing it we've seen it a million times we've seen monique go on this rant for three years straight about how she deserved more money to D.L. Hughley. What, what D.L. Hughley supposed to say that if they offer him a bag for a stand-up? No, Monique deserve it more, so I'm not going to provide this for my family. Why don't you get on a podcast? Why don't you use your platform to talk about the people that's low-balling you on these contracts? In, in all fairness, Monique did point out that it was Lee Daniels and them that was like, yo, she should not be getting paid this or that or that older break. She was but complaining that right. she wasn't but getting she 50 right. million for a stand-up. I'm not paying Monique 50 million dollars to do nothing. Hey, hey, listen, listen. You talking about precious mama? Listen. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen somebody say, hey, turn that Monique on. Uh, see, see, and you know what? And you know what? This is where I gotta step in at. Because the the metrics that people are using to determine whether or not Cat Williams is right is very like very strange. Like people keep saying, oh, said was never funny. And like you ain't never heard nobody say turn on that Cedric the Entertainer stand up. Um, how many times have you ever been around a group of people and they said, turn on any standup? How many times have you ever been around somebody and they said, hey, turn on that new Cat Williams? No, no joke. How many times have you ever Only, 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 only person that don't I work have. for is Dave hold Chappelle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've- only person that don't work for is Dave Chappelle. Only person that don't work for is Dave Chappelle. But you're right, Gibbs, you're right. Nobody That's what I'm that. saying. People not just like, bro, Bernie Mac was one of the funniest of all time. I've yeah. never heard nobody be like, hey, bro, turn on that, that Bernie special. At the same time, I don't think we in that age group, though, because by the time we was around people that's like setting a vibe, the only stand-up comedy is kind of, is, is almost kind of dead. It's not what it was before. Yeah. The only person that's still dropping specials that's considered a big deal is Dave Chappelle. But but you get my point. And even with Dave Chappelle, when is the last time you heard somebody say, hey, bro, turn on that new Dave Chappelle? When, when the first Netflix ones was dropping, the past couple ain't been yeah, like I that. I have not heard a single <laughs> soul ever say, turn on that Dave Chappelle in terms of the Netflix and all that. I've never No, those it. first two Netflix specials, I, like I was in multiple settings and it was either already on or somebody was like, yo, that Dave Chappelle got to be on around older people, younger people. I've had that happen more than once. But either way it goes, that's a very disingenuous. And this is this is what I'm gonna say. This is what I'm gonna say. Cat Williams is uh, an amazing storyteller, and he's amazing at telling the truth 
for like 90% of it and then mixing in an outrageous lie for 10% and nobody going to check him on the lie. Like nobody, because the rest of it yeah. was true. Nobody, that man said he was reading 3,000 books a year at eight years old. Talking about he runs. <laughs> talking about he I still haven't listened to the whole show. I got I got it saved. Talking about he runs a four three, brother. We saw you get beat up by a ten year or what? What was he? Seventeen? What was it doing? Seventeen or sixteen? Yeah, he he was young. He was a kid, brother. We saw you get beat up by a kid. You're not that type of physical specimen, brother. You're also fifty five. Daryl Washington. Widely seen, I'm sorry, Dale Green, who played for Washington, widely seen as the fastest player in NFL history. He ran a 4-5 at 40, and people were like, oh, my God, this is insane. We've never seen this before. You telling me, come on, dog. Come on. <laughs> so it leaves me with the same impression of, like, some of the stuff Cap was saying, absolutely legitimate and all that, but, like, the Internet needs the ability to understand that everything ain't for everybody, and it don't mean that, like, it's the worst thing in the world. Like, Save the Entertainer may not be funny to everybody. That's fine. It's like me with grape juice. I love grape juice. White grape, regular grape, either way, I'm a crack. Like, that's that's it for me. That's not everybody's favorite juice. Some people like orange juice. Some people like apple juice. I'm not about to sit up here and say, those juices are not, they're terrible. The fact that this man is trying, not Cat Williams in and of itself, but I'm saying the fact that Cat Williams talking like this has people on the internet saying, oh, said was never funny. He ain't never been in nothing funny. That man is a multimillionaire off making people laugh. It show as hell ain't for being pretty. Let's just be honest with ourselves here, right? Like, it's certain dudes. You can say Will Smith look, got money like that because he looked like that. That's when In his prime, that was a good looking, you know, same thing for, for Denzel. You can say that's a good looking brother. That, ain't nobody talking about no Cedric Entertainer was a sex symbol, bro. He's funny. He's a funny guy. Like, that's, yeah. you know what I mean? Kevin Hart, not funny to me. He's a millionaire off making people laugh. I got to give him his props. Hey, there's there's something there. And the last thing I'm going to say is this. He said, these people lying on me talking about I was on drugs. Brother, you've been arrested 10 times. If you got arrested 10 times sober, I think there's a bigger problem here. I think there's a much bigger problem we need to discuss. So, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, I appreciate that it was funny. And I'm never against people telling the truth. If that's his side of the story and that's the truth, tell your truth, brother. Tell your truth. Talk your talk. But I, it's it's just one of those moments where I think the internet is putting too much stock into something that, like, at the end of the day, yes, it's funny. Yes, a lot of that may be true. And yeah, some of that we knew for, to be true for years because everybody knew about Steve Harvey trying to take all the Bernie Rose. We've all heard that for, like, decades now. Right. But, like, but again, some of that was kind of like, all right, bro. All right, now you you not finna just blaze past me that like your mama lost four toes in Vietnam. Your mom is fifty five, <laughs> brother. She she wasn't that Vietnam wasn't rolling when she was in that age. Like, what are we doing here? You know I, I mean? didn't listen to the whole show. Did he really say that? No, he didn't really say that. Uh, I, I, I was about to say Cat, Cat Williams in and of himself is 55. It'd be impossible for his mom to be 55. You, you see what I'm saying? It's like your homie that tell you like a bunch of truths and then be like, oh yeah, me and LeBron, cool. I was just in this crib. Nothing and we, we, all, we all had that one kid in like elementary school that swore everybody was his cousin. Bro. Yeah, Tr- Tracy McGrady, my cousin. I swear to God. Bro, I had a brother telling me Chris Paul was his cousin when Chris Paul was like just getting to the league. I'm like, bro, shut up, bro. I, like, shut I, up, I swear, bro, bro, up, bro, on my grandma's grave, I played with a dude in college that said that he was best friends with Bronny and him and uh, him and LeBron was cool and he used to go over their house all the time and all this and that. I'm like, my brother in Christ, you are from Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> You and LeBron, how would y'all even cross paths to interact? And more importantly, in the in the brief moment where y'all cross paths to interact, all of a sudden, Bronny just gonna glaze you immediately and be like, "Hey, this this my man's fifty grand. Like I need <laughs> anywhere I go, bro, going with me. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. What are we doing here? So you know what I mean? Like that's just my my take on it. Chris, what you thinking, man? I'm not gonna hold you, bro. Y'all know how I am. I'm black power, black everything, right? This is one of the moments where, as black folks, we got to turn the other cheek and we got to- I don't know. I got to I gotta hit you with the Umar. Are you biracial? Are you a money hopper? No, 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 no. Y'all know me better than that. But like, 
legit. Like I heard like, about, I heard about like East Lansing, bro. I heard. I heard if it wasn't snowing, Chris wasn't going. That's what the street said. That's what the street said. I'm allergic to snow white. I'm allergic to snow white. So. <laughs> <laughs> say what you need to say. But anyway, anyway, anyway. This is that that moment. It's where I really challenge us as a society, us as black folk. Why we got to put each other down and put each other up? Like, mm-hmm. I talk a lot of mess to my friend group, and I, I do, and I am a little arrogant at times. I'm working on it 2024. I'm going to work on it. But what I will not do is if you need help, I'll be there. Like, Guy and Geese both know. If they ever needed me to pull some strings for them, I will do it, right? I, I, I'm not the type of guy that's going to not look out for you and put myself on the pedestal, right? I'm an open door for me, of course. But I also bring people along the way. I done got people, right. so many people, I don't, can't even count on my fingers how many people I done got jobs, right? right? I done helped out a lot of people. I done looked out for people, bro. I answered the phone. You need me to answer the phone, bro. I literally, literally can't stand when we got to put other people down. Even if it is some lies, let him lie. You know the truth. Be all right with that, right? Be all right with that. And just like you said, Gibbs, he ain't funny because he look good. He's funny because he's funny. People paid money. Cedric Entertainer also had a movie career. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Also had a movie career. He ain't, he ain't just doing this just for his health. It was his job. And he was good at it. He was a king of comedy. Okay? Yeah. Steve Harvey got seven shows because Steve Harvey always on TV. He always been on TV. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let, that, let that hate go. Let that hate go, big fella. Let that hate go, cat. They must have. They must have been playing basketball. They didn't pick him up, and he was and, like, "Nah, bro, I'm about to go talk my stuff." And here's here's the deal. I'm not. I'm not finna sit up here and act like, "Oh, folk, nobody threw shots at him first for him to be mad." Because you know, Kevin Hart was on the Breakfast Club not too long ago, uh, talking about him, and and you know, uh, Steve Harvey had said some things that he didn't, you know, want to hear, and, and and all that that was wasn't true according to him. And same with Cedric the Entertainer. But I mean, at a certain point, bro, like, and also we got to have a conversation about it. And let's just be very honest about this. Club Shay Shay is definitely a gossip show for men. It's definitely a gossip show for men. And it's very, I'm not going to, I think that's what he's yeah. going for. I think that's what he's it's going for. It's very entertaining. It's a very entertaining gossip show. That's, that's what works. Let's just be honest, bro. This is, we living in a modern day gossip girl. It's just for black men. Hey, hey, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. I don't. Shannon Sharp, keep doing your thing. I'm not saying anybody who know me know I don't believe in gender roles. I don't believe that like, oh, gossip is for women to do it. There's a lane in in the entertainment industry. There's a lane for almost everything. There's a lane for male gossip. And Shannon is stepping in to fill that role. I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. It it makes the the money still green, ain't it? Money still green. The money still green. (laughs) And you ain't hurting nobody to get it. I ain't mad at you. Go ahead and get it. I would love to hear People talk about Jeff Teague all the time, talking about, bro, his podcast is terrible. He just talked about how everybody was better than him all the time. It's weird. So, them stories be hilarious. I, I will say, have y'all listened hey. to the full podcast? Jeff Teague podcast? Jeff Teague? Yeah. Yeah, but it, it got, like, I, well, good moments. It got good yeah, moments. Like, the, like the, 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 honestly, Jeff Teague kind of, like, the only good part of that podcast. I like, was just about to say, like, the dog. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, like, the, the, the whole the whole show is not like the whole show is almost insufferable boy Jeff T get to talking about his stories like yeah. I live for that but the rest of the show uh. it's like it's like listening to real hey, hey you real, know the OG and them back in like 2013 like <laughs> right. it was like real was the only one that was good everybody else was like bro what is this hey, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> you know you know who other podcasts like that and I hate to say this but the uh the point four Iguodala and E.T. be the trash when they guests be outsigning them on every podcast they got, bro. They guess I think, I think like, that's because they, they podcast about- is so laid back. It's not really like they just having like a conversation. It don't really be. It's, it's not if, that intriguing. we're talking podcasts that we want to see like change or somebody get rid of, I don't ever want to hear Rashad McCants come across my airwaves again. He got, he got a podcast. He's on Gil's arena. He was like on there for. Oh I, yeah, he is. He be on there saying ridiculous claims. I'm, I'm, I'm. I swear to God on my grandmother's grave, I'm not listening to that show while I'm with Sean McKenzie. <laughs> I, I kid you. I not. forgot about that. When that man said Hamitman has a chance to beat the Denver Nuggets, 
It's all right. That's all right. When that man said, when that man said, uh, what what did he say? He said the reason teams ain't signed me is because I was dating a Kardashian, my brother in Christ. You think the Suns was finna cut D book? You think that's that's what you think? Chris Humphreys played for like five years after marrying Kim. Brother, you were ass. You were a two-pack of ass and nobody <laughs> wanted you. For him to sit up there and get mad at bro, that again, I have never heard of a more delusional person in my life for him to talk about, oh, already had the spot, Pat Bev. You had to try out. And yet Pat Bev got drafted and you went to go play in Yemen. Hmm. Brother, <laughs> my brother in Christ, seek help. Go seek help. Go seek help. Anyway, I know y'all are tired of us talking about Rashard McCants and Andre Iguodala and everybody on the podcast except Jeff T. And somehow the the Lions and the Browns being good, not being surprising. But come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that. We don't give a piss about nothing but the pride, baby. Nothing but the die. Go blue. <laughs> you had enough.